This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Synchronicity. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you some really unique pieces of life that all came together in the most divine way, and what I think you should be watching out for yourself. So as I'm recording this, it's now one week since Lindsay and I put down our Pitbull Zeus. Last time I spoke about this, I was more than emotionally distraught. Right? Lindsay came into the office on Tuesday, the day after we put Zeus down. We recorded an episode, and it was incredibly painful for me to get through. Right? I was able to eventually get to the gift on the backside, but the moment itself was difficult to discuss. Well, here I am a week out, and... I truly believe that pain shared is pain divided, and so I, I sit here in front of you feeling good, right? realizing more pieces of life as they would go together. And in that episode that aired with Lindsay and I, I discussed very openly a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Now, Dr. Wayne Dyer is someone that I admittedly knew nothing about, or very little at, at, at the most. You see, the Friday before Zeus's ultimate demise, we received an individual book in an individual box to our front porch. Now, typically, this is how Amazon delivers packages to us. I would have to imagine much the same for you. But this book was not in an Amazon box. It was literally sealed in a box that was just large enough for the book. Now, I have no doubt at some point that I ordered this book. But I don't remember when. It certainly was no time in the previous 10 days. As Lindsay and I kind of have an agreement that I've got enough books for right now, right? I go on these spending sprees as it pertains to books, and I'll end up having 10 or 15 show up at a time. And until I read a couple more of them, I'm kind of, I got to put myself on timeout. And so this book comes. What's even more unique about this particular book is it's used. I don't by no means would I call myself a book snob, but if given the opportunity, I would always buy a new book versus a used book. For whatever the reason, that's just my, my preference. And so this book comes from Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it's called The Power of Intention. And it happens to be that Saturday I read through quite a bit of the book, and it's discussing a whole lot of different variables as far as this power of intention, or we can call it law of attraction, or a number of different variables as they all kind of intertwine together. Well, then Zeus passes away, or we put him to sleep, however you'd like to say it, and some of what he's teaching in this book comes to fruition. Right? I, I get a little piece and part of it. I can't help but think to myself, this is pretty crazy, right? Here's this book that I don't remember buying. It shows up on our front porch three days before we have to put Zeus to sleep. There's teachings from the book that I'm now implementing into my life. And they're showing themselves in the moment as I'm driving Zeus to the vet where we put him to sleep. But then the week carries on, right? We get an incredible snowstorm here Tuesday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday after Zeus is put down. I was supposed to drive down to Nashville, Tennessee for something called Funnel Hackers Live with Russell Brunson. It's an internet marketing conference about a software platform called ClickFunnels. And with the rear-wheel drive car that I still drive and five inches of snow covered with ice, Columbus was essentially shut down that morning. So I don't make it. I actually have to work from home. I don't even leave. And there's a man there that I'm supposed to meet. One of the guys that I had met from Wake Up Warrior, his name is Mark. Mark had flown it from Houston, Texas, and we had planned just to get together and spend time together. Well, Wednesday turns into Thursday, and I have coaching clients 
literally all day Thursday. They start at 10 a.m. and they go all the way through to 5 p.m. And I'm incredibly grateful to have access to that many people that want to make a positive impact in their life and entrust me to help guide them towards the next best version of themselves. But it leaves me pretty drained come Thursday night. So I was going to leave Thursday evening and decide, you know what, I'm just going to drive down Friday morning. The conference ends Saturday. I'd communicated with Mark about when he was leaving. It was Saturday afternoon. So I knew that we could spend the two days together that we planned on. So I wake up Friday morning at a typical time, right? 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. I do my my morning rituals, a little abbreviated because i got to get on the road. It's a five and a half hour drive from Columbus to Nashville. And as I'm getting ready to leave the house, it pops in my head that there's some Tony Robbins CDs that should be in the office, my office, the home office. Now, if you've listened for any sort of considerable amount of time, you might recall a story in which Lindsay, my wife, buys me a bunch of Tony Robbins things for a Christmas gift now going back four years ago. For some reason, in that moment, as I'm getting ready to leave the house, it dawns on me that there are still more CDs that should be in the office. So I go rummaging around. Right, This is prior to 6 o'clock in the morning. And this bookshelf, this very long, very low-sitting bookshelf, it's three tiers. And I'm crawling around the floor trying to find what I envision to be this box set of CDs. You see the 07 model car that I drive literally has a CD player. It doesn't have satellite radio. It doesn't have Bluetooth connectivity. It doesn't have anything. So I'm like, man, I need, I need something to listen to on the way down because I'm not going to clutter my mind with nonsense. Right? I'm, I'm, something's calling me here. As I'm looking through the office, I can't find this box set of CDs. But what I do find is three individually wrapped what look like DVDs from Tony Robbins. It's called the Power Talk series. As I'm looking at them, I can't figure out if they are CDs or DVDs. I, I truly can't tell. They're in a box that looks like a DVD box. It's early. Maybe my mind's not firing on all cylinders, but I can't decide what it is. So I grab a pen off the desk and I slice one open on the side. And as I open it up, it says right on the front of the, C- of the CD that it is a, a music CD, right? It's, it's imprinted on it. Man, this is beautiful. Sure, it might not be the box that I thought I would needed, but here's this Power Talk series and I'm going to take it. And as I flip over the one that I opened, these Power Talk series are Tony interviewing various guests. Who do you believe the guest to be that was on this Power Talk series that I just had opened? Given the fact that you can't actually respond right now, I'll clue you in. It was Dr. Wayne Dyer. The same book that showed up yet a mere week prior. And so now, like that thing's firing off inside of me. You know, I don't believe there's any coincidences. I believe everything is a divine orchestration that somehow, some way is there for a reason if we're open to it. And so I grabbed the other two as well as this one, but I didn't even look to see who they were because it didn't matter. I knew this power of intention. I knew the Dr. Wayne Dyer. I knew the Power Talk series was something I needed. And so I put in the first CD, right? In the first CD, for those of you that haven't listened to a CD for a long time, as I had not, I forgot they're only about 60 minutes, right? You can only put about 60 minutes of audio content on the CD before it starts over again. And the first CD ended up being just Tony discussing various principles. 
There's nothing with Wayne Dyer on it. And by the time I get gas and get on the highway and go back and forth and put it in and start listening to it an hour into the journey, it's time to call my wife, right? She's awake. She's out and about for her day. and We're catching up. And then it jumps into coaching calls right? because it's Friday and I still have clients I, I look forward to having conversations with. And so we've shifted and, and maneuvered things around and I get to have these conversations while I'm driving. And they're incredibly impactful. Right? It's a different format. I'm not seeing them face-to-face, but there's still that connection that, that we like to make. So I actually wrap up my final phone call in the parking lot of a Bob Evans in Nashville right outside the Grand Old Opry Hotel, which is where the conference was. This second disc is now in the CD player, but I never really got to listen to it. Right, The first track out of seven began to play, and I heard them introduce each other and understand their Wayne Dyer's house in Hawaii. I understand he's got seven kids. I understand with the the pre-interview that Tony sets up that he had heard some crazy things about Wayne Dyer and wasn't going to have the interview, and Wayne had heard some crazy things about Tony and wasn't going to have the interview. But one thing led to another, and they had it. That's it. That's all I took away. And so going to the conference, I end up meeting up with Mark, the gentleman that I came down to spend time with. Through him, a few other guys that we know, a gentleman named Nuno, a gentleman named Sean, a few other people. And Mark and I end up having an experience together. We spend quite some time starting at 5 p.m., lasting until about 11, going through a meditative practice and doing, I'll just say, different things. And in this experience, we start getting to the point where we begin talking about like the space between things, right? And how much of the visible spectrum of life that we can't really see. It might surprise you, but the way your brain and my brain process, we can only really see somewhere between 3 and 5% of the visible spectrum. That means that right now as you're listening to this, there could be a whole nother existence happening right in front of us that we would never see. When we go way out there and think, Higher consciousness beings, we can call them alien life forms, could be in front of us right now having conversations and we would have no perception that they are there because we don't have the advanced processing power to see it. We go from things like that into sound waves and intention and emotions and just this gamut of different experiences. We're just bouncing ideas around and really breaking down what it means to have an ego. I don't think ego is a bad thing, but understanding that we're all basically one and the same. And this need to prove ourselves to others kind of disassociates us from knowing that we are one and the same. Well, the experience ends and Mark and I end up having conversations till one or two in the morning and wake up the next day and I'm completely floored by just all the conversations, right? Mike, Mark and I are in awe of the connection that we were able to make with each other during this time. Right, him and I have been friends for quite some time now, but the bond has just changed, right? This, this guided meditation process that I took him through is comparable to that that I'll be taking those through that come to Columbus, Ohio for the life optimization experience. And he's literally telling other individuals that are with us on Saturday before I leave that this completely changed the trajectory and outlook of his life. That feels good, right? feels good to me because I know what I am 
believing in myself to be able to achieve that I am actually achieving it. Our time together will change the trajectory of where he ends up on his time here on earth. And he asked me as we sit across from each other before we leave on on Saturday, Ryan, I don't understand why you came down. For all intents and purposes, it's a 12-hour round trip. Why would you drive that far? I told him, I don't really know. Something told me just to come down and give. Just to share. Right? I, I came down with no, no preset expectations. Just coming down to spend time and space. So I end up taking Mark to the airport and have some other great conversation with great people down there. Get back on the road and it's pouring down rain. Now prior to take Mark to the airport, it wasn't raining at all. And that was one of the things that we discussed the evening before as we're in this meditative practice with one another. It's the power of rain and the healing properties and just some really obscure thoughts that way. So I find a certain amount of what I'll call irony at the fact of it's raining because it hasn't been raining all day. But here we are. It's pouring down rain. I'm making the long trek home. So I call my wife, tell her I'm on the way. It's an estimated five and a half hour drive, but at the rate traffic's going, it's going to turn into more like seven hours. And I'm not leaving until 3.30 or 4 p.m. Nashville time, which is an hour behind East Coast time, which is Columbus. And so I'm given this opportunity now to put my phone down. I don't have any phone calls scheduled. It's Saturday. And listen to the Dr. Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins interview. And as this interview continues on, Wayne Dyer ends up covering, start to finish, every possible thing that Mark and I had discussed the evening before. The space between what we understand and what we don't understand. The fact that in the room that you might be sitting in as you listen to this, or the car you're sitting in, the only way that we can define the car itself is by the absence of the car or the space between. And how much actually goes on in that space between that we can't understand. That coupled with the fact that he truly believes and lives his life in such a way that if he outgives everyone else from a holistic place, that based off in an infinity scale, meaning that we are infinite creatures with infinite power on an infinite plane, that the parentheses that define our life are just that. You are infinite before you are born. You have this little window of time where a parenthesis open and closes. Then you return to an infinitive plane. Well, the time in between, if you practice this law of infinity or the the thought of infinity, you can't really take infinity. You could only potentially give. And so that that makes people feel the most is giving versus receiving, which lines up exactly with why I went down to Nashville was just to give. And so these pieces and parts bounce around. And I'm listening to this CD from Dr. Wayne Dyer, who I had never heard of before the previous Friday, who now was on a a CD that I'd had for the better part of four years that was still unopened. And he is mirroring step-by-step the conversation Mark and I had the night before. I'm floored. I'm flabbergasted. I'm excited. It's like these thoughts that I have mean I'm on the right path. And so I look online because I don't know a lot about Dr. Wayne Dyer. Then I say he passed away in 2015. You see, some of the more incredible pieces of this particular interview between Wayne and Tony Robbins are the fact that Wayne self-published his own first book 
bought 3,500 copies from the publisher to trump up the results and says on this interview that he drove to Columbus, Ohio to share these stories on good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good day Columbus, that this was a market in which he started. Now, of all the cities, of all the places, of all the things he could have shared, he's sharing specific stories about Columbus, Ohio. All these pieces and parts bounce around and jump around, and by the time Mark lands in Houston, Texas, I'm still not home yet. So I call and share with him what I went through. Just to make sure that I'm not going crazy, right? Like we actually had these conversations and these came from somewhere other than me because I'd never heard this before. He confirms everything that I'm saying. I share all of it because I look at this as this divine guidance system of the fact of I'm searching this, right? I'm seeking this sort of confirmation right now. Not because I don't inherently know it inside my soul. Like I know the path that I'm on is exactly right for me at this time. I'll call it that I'm in complete alignment. Some would refer to it as flow state. I don't care what you want to itemize it as. I believe that definitions are actually what keep us a little stuck. I don't need a word to describe how I feel. I simply need to embody that feeling. And the embodiment of that feeling is the fact that I am all and all is me. No different than with you. Right? Right now, I'm able to wiggle the big toe inside my right foot. I'm physically doing it right now. I have no idea how the thought went from my head to my toe, but it's happening. And as I'm saying it, I know right now you can feel your big toe on your right foot and are contemplating wiggling it. By the nature of that very statement, we have to be connected somehow, let alone if we all track ourselves back to an original source, right? Which the definition of sorcerer could be to have additional connection to a source. And if we all came from one, We can look at God, we can look at the universe, Big Bang, higher power. Those are all definitions that we need to make us feel safe. But take that. Take the fact we all came from one, so we would all have to be connected. So this intentionality that was brought into my awareness by Wayne Dyer prior to Zeus dying has come full circle in seven days. And now his name just keeps popping up everywhere and more books are showing up in my awareness and there's articles that are posted online that I'm seeing. And I'm just leaning into it. Which is what this entire episode is all about. The synchronicities that exist in your life are there for a reason. But are you willing to open up your eyes and accept them to be so or do you want to challenge the fact that it just has to be coincidence? See, I don't believe there is a coincidence that you found me somehow. I don't believe it's a coincidence that perhaps you have joined the Life Optimization Group on Facebook and are interacting with me in a more deep manner. I don't believe that a coincidence actually exists in the world. I believe that as Mark and I went through this process together that Friday evening, I said, Mark, imagine going from the observer to the orchestrator. That the things that you're observing in your life, you could actually sit back and from a third-person perspective begin to orchestrate if you understood you had that power. And the only reason you don't believe you have that power is the societal confines that exist would tell you that you don't have the power because the power can't be defined. Which is the exact same thing Wayne Dyer says. Which I had no idea about when I said it. 
So what I want to encourage you to do in your life today is be hyper aware and vigilant of the synchronicities that exist in your life. When you think in your mind about the red light that's going to come and you're going to be late for work and literally every red light triggers so you're late. Is that because you thought it into existence? Is that because you needed it to save you from something more terrible? Is that to knock you into an alignment of something greater than what you're currently going after? It's only for you to decide. I don't know the right path for you, which is ultimately so much about what my coaching protocol entails. I don't know your path. What I know is once you explain to me what it is that you want, we can create a path and plan to get there for you. Which in life, isn't that what this is all about? Being the absolute best, most aware, most driven version of ourselves, immaterial of what anybody else on the planet is doing at the, at the moment? Right, same thing as it pertains to a relationship potentially, right? What are the synchronicities that, that sit there? I go back to the very first time I met my wife at Lifetime Fitness here in Dublin, Ohio. There was something in me that day that said, go to Lifetime, don't go to Metro Fitness. There was something in my mind that said, keep looking at this woman and don't walk up to her. There was something that eventually had us keep coming back. There was some, like, there was a force greater at work than my level of understanding at the time. And I knew every time I looked at her, that that was exactly what I had envisioned my life to to have in it forever. Could it be that you can think the same way? And think about your business. Think about all the thoughts and energy you put into what you don't currently have. You see, if you accept the fact that you can't embody something right now in the moment, it's energetically putting out in the universe that you are experiencing lack. So for me, as it pertains to business, I already know and feel and embody the fact that I have impacted 125 million people's lives. I don't have fear that it's not going to come. I don't even think about it. I'm living that way in the moment and working diligently as though that is the case. You see, we can go down this path of all this woo-woo spirituality and whatever you want to try to define it, but I'm going to encourage you to keep your mind open to the possibility that the lack of definition... And trust in our internal intuition is actually what propels us from good to great. And my friend, it is my wish for you that you truly live the best, most incredible, great life that you could ever imagine for yourself. Because if you can envision it in your head, I can guarantee you that you can actually achieve it if you knock everything else out of the way and start to practice alignment towards that goal. And from that alignment towards the goal and being open to the possibility, once once embodying that inside of yourself, every day after, you'll end up getting shit done.